Hey, I'm Drew, and you're listening to the Citizen Coder Podcast. In this episode, I talk to John Valdivia, a musician and programmer from Spain. In part one of this series, we talk about learning to code, building projects, wearing blinders, staying focused, and so much more. Let's dive in. John, great to have you on the podcast. Um, how are you doing today? Talk to me. Um, I'm doing fine. I just woke up from a bit of an after lunch nap here in Spain. Um, and I don't know what I'm doing in your podcast. Please tell me, what am I doing here? You are here to entertain. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Where, where should we start? I've, I've heard you're good at that. I don't know. I don't know. Who, who did you hear that from? Like now, now you set up a standard, like an expectation. I don't know if I'm entertaining at all. There's always expectations. There's there? always expectations. That's true. That's true. Conscious or unconscious. There's always something there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Um, actually, tell me a little bit about um, like how you got started programming and, and that sort of thing. Because I know like um, I think you told me you had done a programming class like 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 75 years ago. I actually invented programming. So You were there at the start. I was there at the start, you know. So the long-ish story is that I, I am that type of person that could never decide what to do with his life. I, I, I know there's a breed of us that for whatever reason, we cannot, we cannot, you as well good mm -hmm. so and for whatever whatever the reason maybe you know lack of focus or maybe too many curiosities for whatever reason i couldn't decide what to do but one thing that that i had done during my childhood there, there was always a computer at home i was always with a computer i was quite good with the with the computer and i had it was kind of almost a given that my life was going to go in that direction, that I was going to study computer science. Um, because that's all I did. I, I read and I was all day, you know, breaking down that computer, you know, MS-DOS and <laughs> the whole lot, and then learning how to fix it. There was no internet. You had to just go on the manual and experiment. So I, I developed a good fluency with the technology. But what happened when I hit puberty is that all, my, all of my interests changed. Um, I got very interested in music, um, I, you know, and that started a whole another, it, it opened up a new path for me. But when I left high school, I didn't know what to do. So I, I tried one year of, of trying to become a music teacher, mm. but I realized that I liked music, but I didn't like teaching. So I dropped out. And there was this professional course, this kind of diploma, two-year course in coding, in programming. So I had to do something. So I kind of signed up and not because I really wanted to a job in programming, just because I had to do something. There was the right, thing, you know, I, right. I need to do something. So I kind of like I flew through the course. It was it became very easy for me, I guess, because I had this inbuilt fluency with computers. And then when the when the when the course ended, I got offered a, a job, and I actually turned it down because I had no interest in it. Mm. But I did have that foundation. And then, fast forward twenty years, more or less, give or take. Last summer, I was um, I met this guy 
called Angel. He owns um, a company, that, a software development company, that basically develops everything with Elixir. And I, ha- I hadn't heard of Elixir at all. Um, and I found myself in a post-COVID sort of place in which what I was doing before wasn't really working and I found myself out of a job and trying looking for new opportunities blah blah blah. and then I met this guy and he he told me about Elixir and he told me about Dogger Academy about and about Brooklyn and I thought well let me let me try and give it a go let's 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 give it a go and that's how I met you and how I met Brooklyn and how I went through the Dogger Academy curriculum and and yeah, the rest, the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> so have you um, have you done anything with with Elixir um, since? Well, we we finished the um, the Dogger Academy beta, mm-hmm. and then you went to yeah, I went and did the, the, the first code and, and did it yeah. again, and I spent Round three two. months um, kind of coding in and out and and taking mentorship. Um, from other people in the academy and I joined a couple of open source projects and I was kind of, you know, trying to get an honest assessment with myself. Like, do, do I like this or am I doing this just because I need a job and, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm yeah. trying things out? And and it, it has been a bit of a tough pill to swallow to realize that, that I've given it my all. I've met amazing people and teachers and mentors, but the John that existed 20 years ago that turned down a coding job and didn't pursue that, that line of work is, is pretty much still active. You know, like I am fluent with the technology, but it doesn't spark like the development line of work doesn't Mm -hmm. spark a, a genuine interest. And if anything, Coding has become way more intensive now than 20 years ago. Like I remember mm-hmm, when sure. I studied, you know, the, the teachers that taught me, they were not very much up to date, but they didn't need to because most right. of the most of the basics of coding were fairly static. Like you sure. had, yeah, you had object-oriented programming or you had uh, COBOL, which I studied, or you had your SQL for databases and yeah there may be an update here and there but for the most part you got the book and you learn how to develop in something and you make you know like an update a year and that's it um but now if you are not you know following 32 twitter accounts and watching 20 webinars a week you're outdated in five hours <laughs> i'm just well, exaggerating a bit but you know that's no, I, that's how it is that's that's definitely different. the feeling yeah that's, yeah. that's so you have to love it. I mean, that, that, that's my point. The point I'm building towards is like, it is not just a craft that, that you can just do for money. You have to be in it. You have to want to be in it. You need to be fasc- genuinely fascinated by the craft just to keep up with what's going on. And I think that's, that's something that if, if you don't have it, it's very complicated to, to get a real progression in, in this craft. I'm going to confess something here that go for it. Um, <laughs> I am not that fascinated with mm. all the new shit, you know, 
like mm. AI doesn't fascinate me. Um, you know, uh, Internet of Things doesn't fascinate me. Not that there aren't interesting facets of those things, and you but know, I fascinate you. You you are fascinated by game development and, and games. Yes, but I mean that's you know that's kind of just been there since uh, I started playing games. Um, I'm yeah. actually not doing any game development at the moment. Um, not that I I won't at some point, but uh, but I'm just not really I'm not drawn in by the by the um, by all of these little tidbit of of things um mm. happening in in uh in tech like there's there's so much i mean you'd get lost in tech if you yeah really wanted to and it's a great place for add people because <laughs> there's so much oh, shit that goes around <laughs> i say great and by great i mean bad <laughs> it's it's strange you know when we were going through the uh through the academy i am by and large, a person that sleeps very well. I am, it's very easy for me to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. While we were going through the whole uh, academy, it has been the first time in my life that I had to resort to sleeping pills. Mm. The amount of intensity and info, and as, as you mentioned, yeah. you know, like it's great for ADD or maybe not. Like one of the things that we discussed with Brooklyn is that you develop a new skill, which is learning what to ignore right. and, and, and mastering yourself when like mm-hmm. that over there is fascinating, but I am not going to go down there because there's only so much time that you have. And then you have to learn to ignore like 90% or 80% to focus on, on the 20, whatever, right. whatever. Yeah. Okay. The 20 that is going to mm-hmm. allow you to learn whatever yeah, you need done. to learn. Yeah. And just being able to decide that if you're a, a new developer, like uh, I remember with one of our mentors, Q is like, uh, and with Brooke as well, he said, okay, where do you want to go with development? It's like, I have no idea. It's like the territory is mm-hmm. massive. Right. massive. <laughs> like, is it AI? Is it distributed development? Yeah. Is it like, like just to, just to decide what you like or mm-hmm. what you're interested in. The territory is, is huge. It's huge. And it's, um, yeah, filled with brilliant people and technologies. It's just amazing. It's, it's, it's tough. It's definitely tough to pick. If you, you know, have to pick something, you know, it's tough to decide what you want to do. Um, mm. I, uh, I don't know. I think I may have mentioned to you that recently started a business. I'll, I'll call it a startup. I don't know what else to call it. Sometimes I call it a group. Sometimes I call it a startup. Oh, well, you told me that you're developing an app. <clears throat> right. You, well, you, it, you didn't mention the word business. I'm sorry. It's you... ballooned. <laughs> it's ballooned. Okay. Brilliant, it's ballooned. Brilliant. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I exited the, the first cohort. And I already knew that I wanted to build stuff and I didn't want to just like focus on open source or that's not that that's not a great way to learn and, and do stuff. And it is, and I'm not knocking it, but it's not my path. It's not what I want to do. I got a family, you know, I'm trying to support my family. I'm not trying to like, you know, work on things that aren't really furthering that in a Mm. uh, very active manner. So I, you know, I, I approached people in my cohort and I said, Hey, you know, um, we should work on a project, you know, maybe it could be a a small SAS project that we could actually try to make some, some money on. Mm. And, um, you know, I'm like, let's throw in some ideas. Here's mine. 
Um, and uh, the only person from my cohort that was that seemed remotely interested was uh, was John. And but you know he's got his own big SaaS project happening. So mm. um, you know we've we've kind of helped each other out a little bit um, with those. And uh, so when I didn't get much response there, I went to the beta. <laughs> that people <laughs> I'm big I'm like, two of the most amazing like, people well you yeah. know and I just um I you know I I just had worked with Jeff and and Ithia both and um you know I really wanted to <clears throat> throw it out to to other people too but um you know everybody seemed kind of like in their own little thing mm-hmm. um you know but I mentioned it um in passing you know um, I was on a voice chat with um, Ithia and some other people, and um, and she just was like, "Oh, I want to do that." Wow! Like, wow, okay. Wow, wow. And Jeff was pretty much the same way. Like, um, he already kind of was like, "Yeah, let's," you know. And Jeff's very, uh, very, very pragmatic, very, very business minded, um, very much a. Uh, um, he's kind of a business guy. Like he's got a lot of, you know, sense for business. Plus, you know, he's, he does some sort of directing on his main job. Mm. Jeff, I apologize yeah, yeah, if yeah. I'm completely butchering what you do. Cause I don't, re- I don't know for sure what you do. It's kind of a mystery. and I like it that way. It's yeah, like Jeff's yeah. a mystery man on the, on the job. I know he handles Dennis teams, Price, but yeah. I don't know what teams. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I, th- I think it's, <clears throat> I mean, when, when I think of the team, Jeff, um, Ethia and you, I can see how those pieces fit together very, very nicely mm-hmm. because Ethia is a genius programmer and, and yeah, coder. you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, she's just awesome and humble as well. She would go like, no, I'm not. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Uh, when, <laughs> no, no, nobody believes you. Right, nobody awesome. believes you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. She's absolutely awesome. And then you have, as you, pointed out jeff who has brings a lot of experience like pragmatic mm-hmm. yeah hands-on experience and then you're the man with the vision that can keep you know like i imagine that you can keep like the the ship mm-hmm. keep the uh, ship pointing moving. yeah pointing yeah. in the general so direction of north yeah. or south or whichever way brilliant we're brilliant <laughs> it's, it's a good team i'm, I'm happy yeah I'm it's really, it's yeah. fun man it's 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 been a, an absolute blast um i look forward to getting up and working every day it's weird um nice not you know working going to my job but uh but yeah you know getting up and working on the project um which is coming along fantastically by the way um we've made a lot of progress um super it's super i i don't you know i don't want to like say oh yeah we're gonna launch on this day but you know i'm kind of hoping in the next say a couple months we should be ready to launch mvp um we've uh yeah making we're learning a bunch too so you know having to learn how to how to use git to manage um we're using ci to to run tests and things on on github Mm -hmm. um and you know we're building everything with elixir and phoenix um but um so what i was going to say about when, when you were talking about um having to keep up. Hmm. So I think every new programmer feels that way. Like you gotta, you gotta keep up. But one thing 
I've, I've realized in six or seven years of trying to learn how to program is that you're never going to keep up. Pick a technology that you want to work with and just focus on that. Don't worry about all the shit that's happening around you. <laughs> you can't control it. You know, yeah, no, you, can't. Um, you just, you just pick a lane and stay in that lane, you know, while you learn. And then, um, you know, if you decide to build stuff, you can use that. You don't have to hop to around to 50 different technologies to build your shit. Um, mm. You can use just, I mean, you really could just use JavaScript, HTML, and CSS if you really want. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm many people do. Those many things have do. not changed. You know, you, um, in fact, I, uh, I've been following this guy on Twitter. <clears throat> he builds SaaS projects. Um, he makes money doing it. He uses PHP and like vanilla PHP and and uh, a backend or um, a database. And he's made this. Um, I don't know if it's if it's AI driven, hmm. um, but it's some sort of like photo uh, thing. I'll I'll have to uh, I'll put a link in the show notes for his uh, Twitter handle and project. Um, but he's making like a buttload of money per month. Yeah, just yeah, off yeah. just off an app that <clears throat> he's gotten a lot of flack for for his code, but hmm. users don't give a shit about what's behind. You know, if, yeah. if it works and it does what, what they want, they don't care. Yeah, totally, totally. And that's, uh, it was, it was fun in one of the open source projects that I contributed a bit. Um, you know, we were in the discord server and we're talking about, you know, coding and whatever. And, and I don't know how we came to this, but I mentioned that I know Elixir, but mm -hmm. sorry guys, I know nothing of JavaScript, nothing of Python, <laughs> nothing of of uh you know elixir is awesome and yeah and, and then they 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 told me it's like well that's the weirdest stack ever it was like like, <laughs> like 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 you know elixir but you don't know python and and uh, javascript that's a weird way to get into into coding uh and i guess it is you know like like that's i think my point was that i that when i studied development back in the day it it felt like the entry point was um clearer mm -hmm. it's yeah. like, okay you learn abc now you're a developer and then obviously once you're in into something then it's kind of easier to branch it out like one of my first jobs when i when i went to work in england i landed a a, a tech support gig uh, with a company that doesn't exist anymore so it was called sybase and they developed what ended up being sql server for Microsoft, like Microsoft bought the database from Sybase, but they also had something called Power Builder, which was kind of the Sybase version of of um, Visual Basic. Mm. So it took me like, I don't know, a day to get quite competent with Power Builder because I already knew Visual, Visual Basic. So right. things were very transferable. Like once you had your basics, um, Things were very transferable, and I guess that people that would be the, the. I imagine that if you know Python these days, it's kind of that. If you know JavaScript and Python, and you have your basics, I, I've seen people kind of being able to move through the development landscape with relative ease if they have like two or three 
competencies. So, yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, Elixir is kind of a, it's kind of an oddball. I mean, it's, hmm. it's, um, it's, it's, it's out on the fringe at the moment, you know, um, you know, it's, it's got a really good framework that you can work with, and um, I, there's, it's really new, so there's a lot of noise going on, you know, with everybody getting into AI or trying to make it ready for this or trying to make it ready for that. Totally. I get it. It's like the wild west. Is the, I was going to say, yeah, it's Imagine the wild west. People rushing to the to the west for gold. That's kind of where elixir's at, like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's very much um people are just you know, trying to make it work with everything, which is okay. That's I think that's kind of normal for most programming languages is you get people excited about stuff and then they just want to they just want to use it in everything mm. you know totally get mm. it like i don't yeah, know well, it's, it's it's your tool it's your tool of choice mm -hmm. right you wanna you wanna push it to the to the limits mm -hmm. it's like um yeah when i do my uh sound editing i use one or two pieces of software and i use them for everything and, and maybe mm -hmm. there would be better pieces of software for whatever task i'm sure. doing at the moment but i have my toolbox yeah. so I'll, I'll, I'll use right. my toolbox for whatever i need yeah. to do because i because I, I love the tools and yeah. I'm invested in them. So, yeah. right. Well, think of, I mean, on that same kind of vein, think of a mechanic, right? So, hmm. you know, they, they go and they invest in, in tools and okay, they need a tool that does this thing. So they, they go buy that and they add that to their toolbox. It's, it's very similar, except that as a new programmer, you don't know which tools to put in the toolbox. Exactly. You're shopping exactly. for tools and you've got like, a bajillion of them and you're like "Ooh, this tool is pretty i have no idea what it does but i want it in my box but it's shiny but it's shiny, it's shiny. Yeah, that, that was the discord that was the discord server in the in dockyard academy it's like you would and because i'm in spain and most of you guys are in are in america like mm -hmm. i would wake up in the morning and it would have open, blown up yeah and i would look at discord and there would be like you know a gazillion messages that i hadn't read Right, right. And I would be there with my morning coffee going like, there's no way to keep up. Like, mm -hmm. like there was this chat like, and look at this library and look at this tool and look at this other thing and look at this editor and look at this, 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 this like, no, 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 right. no. And as you say, it's like, how do you know which, which ones are tools yeah. that you want in your toolbox? Like for my mind, the difficult equation was to know if it, if it was worth the effort to study mm -hmm. a particular tool if it was going to be, if the payoff was was going to be worth it, and that got resolved in like a month, it was like no, stick to the to the curriculum of right. of Dockyard Academy. Yeah, everything that you need is there, and then stage two would be once you're out of the academy, then you can mm -hmm. you can look into the <laughs> shiny object syndrome and and look at other libraries and things like that. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of it depends too on what companies are using. Um, so, for instance, right now on our on our first fledgling SaaS project, we're using Elixir, Phoenix, Tailwind, and you know CSS, HTML. That's it. Nothing else. No no bells and whistles. Um, we haven't dived into Alpine JS yet, although I think that's coming um, because we got some front end front endy stuff. Mm. Um, to do, but you know, that should handle most of our JavaScript needs and we can avoid, uh, 
most of the garbage. I mean, I mean stuff that <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. JavaScript friends. <laughs> we love you all. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, that's like, that's it. And, and so going forward, unless we absolutely need a tool, hmm. there's no point in putting another tool in your toolbox. You know, yeah. I'm not, I personally am not out there going, Ooh, a new shiny tool. Let me try this. Ooh, let me try yeah. that. Like if my tools are working, I'm just going to use those tools until they quit working. Yeah. And then maybe I'll consider buying a new tool. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's just, there's too much to focus on. You, you just yeah, can't yeah, yeah. do there's, it. There's a lot. And once you're in the community, everybody sends you links. It's like, mm -hmm. look at this uh, conference by yeah. this guy in this other conference. And it's like, wow, wow. It's like, I have like 10 new videos every day. And, mm -hmm. and you know, this, this friend who has this um, uh, development software company, he enjoys that like like he really likes he really likes to have like those 200 links to follow up on and he yeah and it's no problem to him because he has the his own interests and his own priorities are already so well established that for him is like you know like swimming in the ocean he likes it he may go left and go right and look at this and pick that up and join this discord server and try this with his library and when i see him operating it's like okay it's great because I see a man that is in his element and he knows what to pick and mm -hmm. he enjoys it and he knows it. And it's brilliant. It's, it's okay. He's a developer and he's, um, yeah, again, a bit of a pioneer because as you mentioned, he's on the fringes. He would be using this library that another three people and a half are, are using. Right. And he's in contact with the developers going like, are you going to go this direction? I can help you with this and that. Um, and a very special guy, really special guy. And he loves what he does and, and he's developing a few different projects, all of them with Elixir and, mm -hmm. and different libraries. And it's, man, you know, we need we need people like that to sure. push the boundary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think the main thing, the main point I'm getting at is is not that it's bad that there's all these tools or that you know, it's just that there are there are two ways. Maybe there might be more, um, <laughs> but you have you know you have people that are super excited about all the new stuff and they just try it and use it and, you know, mm. and that's great. And, you know, it, whatever works for them. Um, but I also think there is a, another path that is probably, I don't know if it's less taken, but it's definitely um, one that is calmer. You know, you're mm. not, you're not paying attention to all the other tools and all the, all the craziness out there. And mm. you're just, you just put your your earmuffs on and you just ignore the noise and you just build stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, yeah. you might use the same tools for everything or you might add, you know, a tool here and there as you go. If, you know, you're like, okay, I'm trying to accomplish this thing. What do I need? You know, like, mm -hmm. for instance, we're using uh, Twilio and SendGrid for texting and emails. Mm -hmm. um, not something we've worked with before. Uh, but it's something that we're learning to use, um, <clears throat> you know, so it's, it's kind of like a, a use case thing. Um, mm. so rather than getting drowned in the ocean of, of tools and frameworks and crazy stuff going on out there, you know, uh, it's okay to just take the quiet route, pick three or four things that you need to use to build whatever you're building 
hmm. and then not pay any more attention for a while, you know? Yeah. yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the noise is always going to be there. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to stay on the cutting edge. I, um, I think that you can, you can get through life building cool shit and not have to, uh, pay attention to all the craziness going on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess also has a lot to do with, um, individual individual situations like if you are employed or if you have a company mm-hmm. like in your case you have started a business and now you, you have a very specific project therefore your radar is and your selection mechanism is is quite established like if this serves the project it mm-hmm. goes in i have an interest because it serves the project that's how most businesses work exactly like like if i had gotten a, a, a job right after the 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 academy I may not have felt this overwhelm of possibilities because my my seniors would have told me now we have a month to build this. You need to learn about this and this library, and that's it. Selection done. Mm-hmm. Or if I had a project that I would really like to build, I would go like, okay, I can do it with this and this, and and it goes into that. So I think you're completely right. Like having a project or a job does that filtering for you. Um, yeah so that and it's necessary and i think it doesn't there's no there's no ways about it so yeah yeah i think it um it keeps uh i think it keeps me sane in, <laughs> in some ways you know because yeah, yeah yeah um during the beta um and some during the cohort you know i i kept finding myself at I don't know if the right word is at odds, Mm -hmm. Um, but I kept finding myself like uh, irritated by, I was, I was irritated by all the noise, by all Mm. the, you know, all the talk of this and all the talk of that. And then, oh, AI is going to steal all the jobs. That was right around that time when AI had just like, well, not AI, it's, you know, text generation, whatever kind of exploded and everybody was like, Oh, it's going to steal all the jobs. It's going to, you know, and I'm just like, am I not going to be able to find work? Hmm. You know, like that was, you know, (laughs) Um, but then it turns out, you know, that uh, it's, it's harder now because all these big companies have laid off, you know, half their tech workforce. And now all those people are looking for jobs. Yeah. 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 So it's it's a very strange time. It's a strange time. time. Yep. Um, And, uh, you know, I, I've always felt really comfortable kind of being a self-starter. That's always kind of mm-hmm. been my, my wheelhouse. Um, I've run a couple of other small companies, computer repair mostly. And this is different, but it's not that different. I mean, I'm not going out to customers' houses and fixing their machines or going to a call center and fixing a network issue. But... I'm still wearing lots of hats. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um and uh and you know as far as like the 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 whole like ADD aspect if 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 you really want to scratch your ADD itches start a business because you will wear so many fucking hats that yeah, yeah, you will yeah, yeah. yeah, your itch will always be scratched, I think. Yeah. Um yeah. well they the I heard somebody say uh, that if you want to develop spiritually, you need to do three things. You need to get married, have kids, and start a business. Mm. Mm. 
mm. you know, because those and I it makes a lot of sense. You know, if you're not if you're not if you're not going to go down the route of you know becoming a monk or something like that. Sure. Because in the world, I don't think there would be anything that would stretch you to your very limits as a committed relationship, parenthood, mm-hmm. and and uh, running a a business so yeah totally like yeah, you have to wear all the hats <laughs> and and keep saying and mm-hmm. and bring things into into you know fruition so yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. um speaking of which so what are you doing now are you doing anything you got shit going on uh well it's um yeah do you, i mean do you like I'm, marketing I'm, do i like marketing well um <laughs> what am i doing so I'm doing several things. Uh, professionally, I'm still in this sort of um, 40 days in the desert type of situation, a bit of a limbo. Um, like I have a few freelancing things that I'm doing. Um, mm. At the moment, you know that I I have a, a little studio, like a sound consultancy mm-hmm. ed- edition thing. I help people with their sound projects, audio projects, um, production. So there's a bit of activity happening there. Not not a lot, but that keeps me busy. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's good. That's good. And I love it. You know, I really love when somebody needs to record themselves to be able to to assist them, teach them how to record and then post-produce and do all of that. It's very, it's very human, that creative process and that working with somebody. I like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a bit of that happening now. I'm going to take a bit of a holiday. Like I'm going to physically leave uh, the house and go to the mountains in a couple of weeks. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Cool. That, that sounds like... That's fun. really cool. It's are really cool. Because are you camping or what are you doing? I'll be camping. I'll be camping and, and doing a digital detox, like switching off the mobile phone for a couple of weeks. Oh, Nobody will be able digital to find detox. That's yeah, a new yeah, term yeah. I haven't heard. Did you yeah. just invent that? I don't know. I mean, it kind of makes sense. You know, it's uh, it like I did it last year for a good, good portion of my summer. Like I would tell family and friends, like, do not expect me to reply. I'm just going to switch off the mobile phone. And, and I was in the mountains. And then, you, you know, this, these sanity things come back, you know, because you're back with the rhythms of nature. Mm-hmm. You're not. Yeah. You're not living your life through a screen or paying attention at 20 tabs simultaneously and notifications and things. Yeah, yeah. And after a while, you know, it's almost like your body and your brain sync with the rhythms of nature and and everything is as it's supposed to be. And, you know, it would be ideal if we could live like that mm-hmm. um, most of nice. our time. Like, like everybody has done for like hundreds of thousands of years up until three minutes ago. But... <laughs> Are you going to hunt for your food? Are you uh, no, food no, 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 no. I'll cook, I'll cook, but I'm not going to be hunting. Okay. Right. But, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'll be in an environment where, you know, somebody has, um, how do you call it? When, when they they harvest their own lettuces or tomatoes and there's trading done. So mm. everything is very much close to close to the earth. And Oh, cool. Yeah, it, it brings a layer of sanity and connection with the proper rhythms of nature and the social aspect of it so if i can do that like two weeks a year i consider myself very very lucky yeah like that's something that you cannot pay for like there's Mm. there's no there's no website where you can go and take let's say uh luxurious holidays where everything is basic and raw and the people that that you're with are doing things in a very basic way but i'm lucky enough to know a few communities around 
around Spain where they try to operate like that. So I'm, I'm excited. Really cool. I'm excited about that. And then I may have um, the prospect of a job in communications and marketing. So I will know that in in August. But uh, a man that I know, he's a he's a hip hop producer, uh, oh. like multi platinum, like 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 really kind of successful uh, business guy and a musician, and he just started an online music academy, and he needed somebody to help him with communications and social media. And we were talking, and initially it seems that we're going to strike up a collaboration together at, at the other end of summer. It's, like it's, it's not yet mm -hmm. not happening, yet. but it, yeah. it looks like it may be my main gig in a few weeks. Cool. And, aside, and aside from that, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a few creative projects. Like I'm still working on my EP. I have four, uh, four songs that I'm producing. Nice. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have this podcast with Terry Oldfield, um, that we have mm. been working on for like a, a year and a half, which is coming to an end. So yeah, um, how did you call it? Like H uh, ADD or HDAD? Uh, yeah, ADD. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I have I have a few things. I have I'm, I'm spinning a few plates, and that's that cool. Keeps me yeah, busy you're and, yeah, spinning spinning plates. Is that like spinning, pizza spinning, spinning plates? Yeah. Or is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so that's good. Well, if you get bored. Um, mm -hmm. I could probably use some help on the marketing side because, um, I'm not too strong with marketing. Um, uh -huh. you know, I, I do Twitter and things like that, but, uh, but I'm not, uh, very well versed in, in marketing. Mm -hmm. What's your budget for the marketing, for the marketing what's, side of the business? What's the what? <laughs> <laughs> My budget? <laughs> what's a budget? Oh, uh, so just, you I just offer me a, 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 a job a for free of the profits <laughs> like everybody else <laughs> brilliant brilliant uh and and stake yeah. in the company <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah okay man uh, happy happy to happy to talk uh about the marketing side of things when when you're ready uh i mean if i have i have a few people around me um because you know for your listeners i have like a, a decade of background in digital marketing i i worked for a couple of um big advertisement agencies mm. uh, and I was social media manager of big brands like Johnson & Johnson and Nestle and things like that and I also worked for a few startups so not that I'm a genius at it but I, I developed a bit of a craft and, and sure. like 10 years of, of experience and yeah there's, there's a few people that have approached me to help them with their projects but as, as I mentioned I, I mean this strange phase in which I'm waiting for this thing with the Music Academy to land mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. these other three or four projects that are kind of floating. Yeah. Um, but balancing plates it, is hard. It is, it is hard and it's not, I love it. I, I love to have many things, but this, it's kind of a similar situation with the information overflow with the shiny object syndrome that we were talking mm -hmm. about. Like, if you can take all of those different activities and projects and you can organize them properly and know where the north is, it's a very interesting life mm -hmm. because you're helping different people in different projects, you're learning plenty. But if for whatever reason that gets unstructured and you cannot give your full mind and heart to, to whatever line of work you're doing, 
my experience with it is I, I get fragmented and then I don't enjoy yeah. any of the projects. And that's that's mm-hmm. something I'm still learning how to how to how to balance the the variety with the consistency. Because I think there's a sweet spot there where you're able to go deep in projects and give your all and grow and help while you keep two, three, four projects that you're doing properly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's something I'm still, still learning, learning to master. To, yeah. Still learning the balance environment. I think it's things are way different. So, um, and that's one of the things that I think about um, with this uh, endeavor that I'm doing is keeping it not corporate or Mm. at the very least like super less corporate. Like Mm. I don't, (laughs) I don't know if you listened to the last podcast with, with Jeff and no, I didn't know. Um, but I started doing this introduction and Jeff is like, he just starts snoring. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, it was, it was funny, but you know, he's like, dude, I thought you didn't want a corporate podcast. <laughs> uh, it was funny. It was, it was a good time. Uh, he's a ball bastard. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. But yeah, keeping it very, very loose, um, mm. and, and not getting into the, the corporate weeds, you know, we still have to have like, we still have to have processes and things like that. Um, mm. so that we keep, we have some sort of standard so that yeah. like when, when he's working on something, he knows that we're going to do it this way and, hmm. and vice versa, you know? Um, hmm. but, uh, but we're not going like super corporatized. I yeah. I mean, I think those words are sometimes loaded and, and misunderstood. Like I've worked mm-hmm. in both ends of the spectrum. I've worked in very corporate environments and I work in very sort of loose hippie go with the flow environments and, and man, there's always something to learn. Like, one of my last regular positions was in a very loose type of environment. It was a a very hippie uh, sort of position and you would Mm. wear many hats and there was absolutely no, no structure. You know, Mm. it was very much, you know, whatever we need today, we do. And coming from a corporate environment, it's like the peace that it gives you to know who's responsible for what, what is the, what is the project timeline? Who is doing what and by when? And what are the protocols of communication? What's the platform? It, it provides a very healthy framework for many, many, many things. And then, you know, you can, you can be in that environment and go like, no, I don't want corporate and I want things to be loose and free. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Then you go and you work in an environment that is loose and free and, and you don't know where's up and where's down and who's mm-hmm. doing what in which, and who do you contact for this right. thing? And nobody knows anything. Sure. And that's, and it's like, it's not good either. You know? it's, yeah. It's just yeah. Not that's, good. that's the downside. So you got to kind of walk a line where you have standards and you have pro- some processes, but exactly. But yeah. You also, but people are still kind of empowered to make decisions and yeah. And things like that. But um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Well, look, I got to cut this off. Um, I got to take my kid to uh, camp. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to like, pick this up again and do another session and that way I can make it a longer episode because you know you are you are the boss you are you're the boss my um, episodes are never 46 minutes you know mm. they're like an hour and a half and i'd feel bad if i launched a short podcast 
and people were like, where's my hour and a half of, of easy listening? Or of entertainment. I was promised that I had the chance <laughs> to entertain. And I only had, I, I, I was only warming up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do, I mean, do you want to pick up later on, on during the day? Or, yeah, we, or... could, we could totally do that. Um, I just got to, I mean, we could do it today. I need to run my kid to camp. It'll take about 30 minutes or so if you wanted. Or... Yeah, yeah, sure. No, it, it's okay. brilliant. I'm, I'm gonna be here. Uh, you know, I'm a cool. unemployed loser. I'm. I have nothing what? else to do. So. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it there, man? It is uh, ten to five p.m. Ten to five. And oh, so okay. I have another. Oh, I have st- another four hours. Yeah, yeah, of, you're good. Okay. All right, I'm gonna run time, my so. kid to camp, and then I'll be back in a while, and I'll I'll uh, I'll ping you. Brilliant. Beautiful. All right, buddy. See you. See ya. This has been an episode of the Citizen Coder Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with my guests, you can find their links in the show notes. If you like what I'm doing and want to sponsor the show, you can reach out to me at info at citizencodercast.com or find me on LinkedIn or Twitter. Thanks for listening, and as always, I'll see you next time.